Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the Movie Podcast. My name is Daniel and joining alongside me today are Anthony. Hello. And Shabazz. Hi, everybody. Anthony, I'm going to get you to start us off. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Excellent. The weather is phenomenal. Um, allergies kicking in a bit, but, you know, I'm grateful that we have the sun. <laughs> we have the sun. Shabazz, how about yourself? How are you doing? Doing great, man. I am. I'm feeling good. I'm starting to eat healthier. I think in my life now. So I've been more conscious when I go out places now. Of not. I'm not. I'm not like one of those people that's like looking at calories and being like, well, I am looking at calories, but I'm not like, oh my god, like does this have gluten in it or does this have that in it? I'm just trying to be a bit more like conscious. Like maybe I shouldn't go for the McDonald's and maybe I should sidestep to something that's a little bit nicer. So uh, it's it's been it's been an interesting journey so far. But mm-hmm. uh, if the whole podcast fam can cheer us on, then you know what? Hey, gonna keep eating healthy, and we're gonna we're gonna get healthier <laughs> and fitter soon. I like it. You know, and here's the thing: I will. I'm going to get you to hold that eating healthier for a second because I got a big announcement, and this is going to be a big plate of food that you're about to digest <laughs> right now. Though. Okay, it's healthy. It's good for your soul, but there's a lot. So just stick with me on this. Today on the movie podcast, this is a very special edition of the show. This is a landmark episode for us because we are being joined by Dave Foley and Mark McKinney of the Kids in the Hall. Not just Canadian royalty, but comedy royalty across the world. And I'm just at a loss for words for how lucky we are to have them joining us on the show today. Uh, Shane, I'm going to get you to start us off. How are you feeling about welcoming the Kids in the Hall today? Man, these these guys are... Uh, well, first of all, the, the one thing that I want to say is whenever a guest or anybody kind of starts off by roasting us, uh, you know, you're kind of in for a good ride. They immediately start to attack us. And I think maybe that's why I'm going to start eating healthy now because no, no, <laughs> but they, didn't attack, they didn't attack our weights, man. They attacked <laughs> no, our no, facial I'm hair. Just, I'm just kidding. They did attack our facial hair, but honestly that, that there's, there's such good people. And I think the hardest thing for a lot of people who are maybe more familiar with, uh, with Mike uh, on Superstore is, is adjusting to his voice. So your speakers aren't, your speakers aren't broken. I promise you that is what Mike <laughs> sounds like in real life. Uh, and Dave is an absolute legend. We've, we've loved watching him obviously kids in the hall but you know daniel you and i watch a lot of it's always sunny in philadelphia and he he does appear once in a while on the show and his character is a lingering character that always kind of makes me laugh so great great people a lot of fun and absolute canadian legends like you mentioned and you know it's funny too because you know as we said you know they are yes we joined the zoom call and immediately they are roasting us but it's also from a place of love and a place of just affection i think you know we're we're lucky obviously to be talking to them but you know it's a different level when you when you start getting roasted by you know your own guests on the show i mean that's that's pretty special and so we gotta accept it you're getting roasted by Canadians, so there was so much politeness behind it too. That a lot of politeness. Like, that was kind of like they were complimenting us. They're like, "Oh, look at you guys and your beards; they're so nice." And it's like, <laughs> "Shit, is that is that a Did, bad dang? thing?" Like, uh, I guess I'll go <laughs> shave. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's dope. <laughs> Anthony, how are you feeling about welcoming Dave and my, uh, Mark on the show today? It's surreal. Like, it again, I never expected to have these two on our show and having this type of. Uh, comedic royalty to be part of the movie podcast is phenomenal i i can't wait for our our audience to watch and listen and just hear them shit on you for a bit but uh, and just learn (laughs) and then just learn about um the history of kids in the hall and just how they grew you know it's it's amazing too because you know we, we were talking like earlier off when we weren't recording that you know obviously 
we're 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 just a, we're a movie podcast you know we're we're a podcast from canada we're we're grateful and happy to be doing what we do but it's so cool when we see ha- interview someone and then the next week you see them like oh they're out doing the tonight show and like the same thing happened with uh ki uh, huey kwan with doing jimmy kimmel and obviously these are big stars before us and before our show but it's just cool to be in the presence of that you know of that uh, press circuit you know what i mean it's it's always cool to be part of that now the kids in the hall the revival is going to be hitting prime video canada and prime video worldwide on may 13th for the first season and we really hope they get to do more and then there is a comedy punks documentary which is looking at the legacy of the kids of the hall that's going to be dropping on prime video on may 20th and i want to say thank you to our friends at amazon prime video canada for first of all letting us do this interview for sending us the episodes in the documentary to watch. We highly encourage you check them out. It is required watching, especially for um, Canadians. And just for, if you're fans of comedy, there are so many big names that show up there and it's just incredible to see the reach that, you know, the kids and all had on the entire world today. We're just talking to Mark and to Dave, but there is a team of just incredible human beings in the kids in the hall that um, go watch their work. Cause you know, you so much of, I think, comedy today stems from the inspirations of what they did on that show. But before we get to that, I want to remind you, as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and all the latest movies and series. We have our Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness spoiler cast out right now for you to check out. So please go listen to it. If you want to go watch it on YouTube, you can do that as well too on youtube.com slash the movie podcast. Uh, don't forget, you could follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord, and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Now, we do have a little bit more housekeeping to do before we dive into our interview. Uh, we are partnering with our friends at Walt Disney Studios Canada for a giveaway. We want to send you and a friend to see the Bob's Burgers movie early. So I highly encourage if you want to be part of that, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Go comment on the post. The post caption will have all the information you need to enter. Um, or if you don't have social media, that's totally okay too. Hopefully you have email or somehow you're listening to the show. You have some type of electronic device. Uh, you could email us your favorite Bob's Burger character and you'll be entered into our giveaway to win now without further ado please welcome dave foley and mark mckinney to the movie podcast i was gonna say did you guys did you guys meet at a at a beard convention yes uh, yeah. yeah we yes. we really liked the vibe of each other's beards right yeah it's <laughs> pretty this relationship they're, they're pretty complimentary yeah mark if you want some of our beard would that help mm. Yes, I would love that. If I, could, if I had a beard that, that, that could get within spitting distance of my mustache, I'd be pretty pleased. <laughs> Dave, what did you think of the game last night? Disappointing. Yeah, it's, that's, that's a little a, disappointing. But that first game was the best, was the best Leaf game I've ever seen. I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep riding the high of the first game. And yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. I, I, knew, I didn't watch it last night. I knew to turn off. Uh, I, you know, for, I think for the first time in my life, uh, Bruce and I were were texting back and forth during the first game, and I don't think Bruce and I have ever texted during a Leafs game before. <laughs> That's fantastic. I've been texting with Kevin about Washington games for well since we since the nineties. Yeah, but uh, now we can't now we can't even use the name of the of the team anymore because it's it's like as bad as the original name was. The right. replacement name is just <laughs> I can't. Yeah. It's not great. It's no, not great. No. Oh, Washington football team or they're the hogs. That's it. Those were your yeah. options. <laughs> um, I'm Daniel. And I'm Shabazz. I, I, I just want to say Daniel Shabazz. 
I just want to say thank you to both of you for taking the time to talk with us today. We're such huge fans of both of yours, and it's very surreal to us to, to be here talking with you right now. So thank you, first and foremost. Well, imagine how surreal it is for us to both still be alive, for that matter. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. good. I mean, it's, it's a good start it's for us. Good at this age, we thought we would, uh, when we started, we thought that after 30, you lost your mind. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're starting <laughs> to lose ours, so I guess that makes sense. <laughs> That track for us. How does it feel for you guys? Like we, we were at the prime video event a couple weeks ago and just seeing the reaction of you guys coming out on stage. What, what has it been like for you guys having this warm reception and coming back with the new show and being on prime? Like, how's it all been feeling for you guys being back in the fold of all of this? It's, I don't, I, I, I actually, because like so, it was, what you I'm just saying, I, I, I was really flattered by the reaction that day because there's a room full of TV journalists. You, they don't, I've been to a number of these things, and so have you. You know, they never look up from their computers. Right. It's no. the deadest crowd in the history of fuck. You know, <laughs> so. We like cheering. Yeah, I, we, we were cheering our heads off. So, like, yeah. we were happy to be there. Was really nice. like Thank that. you. I, was, uh, I, yeah, I think it was a, for, for the first time for me, I actually sort of felt like, oh, we are, we are a part of the culture now. <laughs> Uh, like, and I remember even after, after with the, that, the, the daytime stuff, I remember going back to the hotel and trying to nap, but I had the news on and live feeds kept coming up on the news of the upcoming Rivoli event. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I kept thinking, Oh my God, this is the people are excited. And yeah. I, I, I think it, it only really struck me then that people are really, uh, kind of excited about what we're doing. That's that's awesome. Now, we here at the movie podcast love asking those really hard hitting questions. So the first question I really want to ask is, what was the penis budget on this show? Because there was a lot more penis than I expected. And, you know, I'm I'm, I'm glad to see that you guys are bringing that out there. What was that like? Well, uh, first off, I, sh- I should point out that my penis was not prosthetic, but everything else was. Oh, uh, and Kevin, is, of course, has been prosthetic for years. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, well, uh, I'm not sure why, I'm not sure where else to go with the answer. <laughs> that's, that's fair enough. What did you say? Like, see why they thought it'd be a prosthesis. Cause I always thought Kevin had a bit of a hammer dick. I don't know if that makes sense, but. <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys got the ability to, to do it because obviously coming from when you were on, you know, CB, CBC before to now being on Amazon prime, like you probably got a lot more flexibility and more room to break those boundaries, show nudity, cuss a lot more, show that violence that you probably didn't yeah. get a chance to show as much before. That must've been a great area to kind of yeah. play with. Them. Well, one thing Are is I've always, is that, is that this interview is going. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I would say the only, one thing is that, that in our modern culture, there really is only one part of the human, the male body that can be naked. And that is the penis. True. Like every, everything else can be shown in a, in a, uh, you know, in a TV commercial. Um, so the only thing you're not supposed to show is the penis. And it's a, a kind of the, uh, especially at least in North America, it was, it's kind of the last barrier. Right. Right. Uh, Mark, for yourself, you know, we loved you on Superstore. Uh, and I'm just curious with a character like Glenn, where, where did you, that voice come from? Like, where, where did you find that character for Glenn on Superstore? It was sort of an amalgam. I mean, Ed, I auditioned kind of like on a flyer because, you know, it was in Toronto and I had the, the three or four scenes and I, I liked them. I could see what the writer was up to in them. 
And then I just kind of felt like I was doing it in my own voice and doing it in my own voice. And I, I sort of did a hybrid version of a character that I invented during Kids in the Hall, but never done that showed up in, in, in a Bruce movie a few years later. And, and, but anyway, when I did it in that high kind of register, it just gave this guy the kind of pathos he needed to be a manager that mm-hmm. was just barely holding on. But it was, a, it was interesting. It was a sketch comedy choice. You know, I'll do this for this sketch. And then six years later, <laughs> you know, yeah. thank God it didn't, it didn't run out for me, but people commented on that. You know. <laughs> and the voice has the voice people who weren't a huge fan of that voice. But I, I think I, the, I would say the voice had a crystalline quality. Yeah. That you felt that made you feel like, like you're worried that character was going to break. Yes, exactly. He should feel <laughs> like a guy, not on the verge of a nervous breakdown, but like that. that Shattering, people are, no. Yeah. People are going to come after him or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it, but it was nice, though, because, I mean, with the character, like, with Glenn especially, like, he did kind of toe that line a little bit where you, when you, when he was angry or upset, you're like, okay, like, I, I, I'm I taking this for real because it's not a character that you would assume right. get to that level, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Dave, you had a chance to work with Mark on, you know, the last couple episodes of Superstore. Was it really difficult just kind of hearing him talking that voice to you and, like, going along with it? No, uh, no, I've, I've almost uh, never hear Mark talk in his own voice, so I'm used to it. Yeah. <laughs> and you also have uh, the chance of working on uh, LOL Canada with, with Colin Mockery. Like, that must have been such a cool and scary experience, I feel, being in a room with all those people. It is, it is uh, the most, uh, going against the nature of both being a, a comedian and being a Canadian. Right mm. to be in a room and to not be, and to be deliberately not supportive of each other, yeah, <laughs> uh, and deliberately not laughing at each other's jokes. Uh, it's just it's it's a horribly unnatural thing to go through. So I'm yeah, glad so it was entertaining to watch. Looking into Part, it. pardon? I just I heard that the, there's going to be a parliamentary subcommittee looking into the uncanadianness. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> That's yeah. what they're writing the whole election on, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for both of you, no, we when we were talking to Colin, we we asked him like, what separates Canadian comedy from the rest of the world? And obviously, we've we've all we watched the documentary for the kids in the hall, and it's it's so remarkable. You see all the lives that it touched. Did you guys ever think that it would get to a level where you're, you're touching the lives of so many comedians who are, you know, doing their thing today? And what? How did being a Canadian help you in that? Hmm. Well. I think at first, when we first started, I think we thought we might be wildly successful. And then that turned out not to happen. And then it's taken like about another 40 years for us to realize, oh, we were influential. (laughs) So influential is nice. Influential is great. I think the freedom part of doing it in Canada was, was huge. It was like, I'm not sure. I mean, Lauren Michaels famously brought us to New York and toughened us up. And, and we were there in New York before the first uh, special came out, you know, long enough to get local interest and know, oh, this is probably going to work everywhere. But then we did it in Canada without a sense of what the rules of showbiz were in the same way we came up in the clubs without being in Second City or Yuck Yucks or in a system. It was really up to us. And I think having that independence for so long uh, in a pre-social media day where it really was word of mouth, uh, that let us make our own rules. And I think that that's the thing that gives it its original stamp. I yeah. don't think we've been kids in the hall in LA or New York or Chicago. Yeah. yeah. And we, yeah, we never, we, we never had an organization over overseeing what we were doing. Like, yeah, like we weren't part of 
like Second City Theater had its history. So if you're in Second City, you you lived as part of that history. Yeah, new sketches that were written a decade before. Yeah, yeah, uh, but we yeah, but we were we were five guys, and there was absolutely nobody else that had a say in anything we did. Right, and even if they wanted to, like people would like it was kind of a perfect trifecta of of like the three pillars of the stool that were supporting us with the CBC, HBO, and Lauren Michaels. Well, Lauren's in New York doing Saturday Night Live, which is kind of a full time job. Yeah, uh, the HBO people would came once, and we had we were a fifth or sixth floor walk up on a in a studio on on St Nicholas Street. So they came up once, and this is kind of where we got great partners. Let them through your day, you know. Yeah. Even yeah. Yvonne Hassan was instrumental in getting this thing made. Um, yeah, so it was kind of good. We were left left to do. No one gets that. No one gets that. No. Mm -hmm. Not back then, anyway. Yeah, right. yeah. I think particularly that having having Yvonne be an early booster of the troupe before we had a TV show, I mean, before he worked at CBC, and having yeah. Lauren throw his weight behind us and tell people to leave us alone was a yeah. pretty a huge uh, advantage. That's that's pretty wicked. Um, do you guys find that now with the age of comedy that we're in, is it? easier to come up with the sketches that you're working on or do you find it a lot more difficult to try to be you know making sure that you're not offending any people or trying to go down a different path that might end up the wrong way well i i don't think we i don't think we put much thought into whether or not we're going to offend people good um i mean i think i think we're all i mean i think we we, we function from the vantage point that we're decent human beings and we we have you know I don't think we're going to uh, enjoy anything that's horribly mean to anybody. Right. So I think we just, we just write what makes, makes the other, the other four guys laugh. And we trust that, that, that we have a, we have a good viewpoint behind what we're doing. Yeah, it's true. Their first thought and only thought is, do the other four find it funny enough that I can, they'll get behind getting my sketch in, you know? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Do you guys have plans right now for doing more seasons or is that still in talks right now? Or what, what else do you guys have coming down the, coming out of the pipeline right now? Um, uh, Sorry, go ahead, Dave. No, I was just going to say, well, right now we're just, uh, we're waiting for these to be become public. Yeah. And, uh, and once they are, we'll see what people think of it. And if, if you know, and, and definitely this talk, if, if, if the response is good, that we may get back into the studio this summer and do another eight, but it, it just depends on, on what, what everybody thinks of it really. Right. Well, how was it like shooting your, your, the, like this season, like go, going back to it, did you guys just fall all into place? I know you guys have worked together in other ways, uh, like throughout the last few years as well too, but being the five of you together, what was it like shooting those, uh, these eight episodes? It was so much fun once we started shooting. Everything else up to that point was a COVID pain in the ass. Yeah, Our first, like we could barely get together. We weren't allowed to get together. Um, so yeah. there was a lot of Zoom meetings and a lot of like that. That was that part was hard. And I kind of I was kind of glad that our we we were supposed to shoot summer of twenty twenty, but we ran out of time. And and uh, and so we came back to it in in spring of twenty twenty one and picked up the writing. And I'm kind of glad that happened because it shook out a bunch of stuff and we That's were ready. Everything kind of changed when we got on set, even though we had to wear masks, which I hate. But yeah. uh, no. but the nice thing was the crew all had to wear masks, which has always been a rule for us. We always forced our crews to wear masks. <laughs> finally, history has caught up with us. Yeah, yeah. Full, full face masks too. <laughs> we don't we don't like seeing working people's faces. No, that's good. Yeah. You know. <laughs> 
no, it's 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 amazing. We we've been loving the new episodes, and we're we're just so excited to have them out in the world next week. And hopefully, we'll be able to get some more from you guys. And I just want to say, yeah. you know, from both of us, thank you so much for your time today. And it's it's great to have the kids back. And uh, the documentary is phenomenal too. So like, there's there's no. so much reasons to be excited for kids in the hall fans right now. So thank you thank both so much you. for your time. Thank you so thank much. You. Absolutely thank you. Absolutely. Bye. Here. And welcome back. That was pretty amazing. That I, I, you know, it's been a while since we've done that joke that, you know, Shay, I think coined the joke on our show is just like, wow, I can't believe when that happened. And then this happened. Uh, Shay, how are you feeling right now? Man, when, when Mark reached through the computer screen and grabbed Anthony by the face and said, I'll kill you. Uh, that's when I was like, wow, technology has come a long way, first of all. Yeah. And second of all, is this a threat? But again, he's Canadian and super nice and a celebrity, so we kind of just let the ha- had to let it happen. Yeah, that's you just say thank available. you. That's only available on YouTube as well. <laughs> it's another reason to subscribe, like, comment, another, subscribe, do all of that stuff. To subscribe, exactly. Anthony, how are you feeling right now? Overwhelmed. Like, overwhelmed. I, I, would, I was next to you guys again. I'm the next door neighbor. I always want to like... Like Pokeroo, I show up. I wanted to play. I wanted to like <laughs> another Canadian legend. Yeah, another right Canadian here, legend. Cut. Uh, I'm right here, guys. Uh, but no, it, it's just fantastic to have have them talk to you and just like have a chat about their history and all the things that they're doing and make you know the 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 fun the the, the funnies always come out of these guys. It's yeah. I think from the Amazon Prime show, I didn't know what they were like in real life, but from when we did the Amazon Prime event back in was it march in april actually yeah was it april about a month ago yeah their their chemistry and their camaraderie camaraderie is fantastic like they they never lose a step and they're always joking all the time i almost it's almost like man you guys are really good to be on all the time and that's that's yeah. just shows you a lot about where they are when it comes to comedy in their life and how passionate they are and how how it kind of sets up a legacy for kids in the hall but yeah I, I was i was floored by everything i think what's so special about their friendship too and then just to touch on what you said anthony like you could just tell that they're friends first and foremost you know what i mean and i think that shines through the work that they do it, it shines through in the original show and it definitely shines through on the new episodes of the show and they you know there's so many callbacks to the original episodes um in the revival series and then just when we were watching you know the comedy punks documentary seeing all of the influences and all the comedians of today that they've you know they've inspired i think there's so many there's so much comedy today that you're like oh like this feels like it could be this could come from the kids in the hall or like you know there's i I was when i was when we were preparing for this interview i was just going and watching old clips i'm like man like the comedic timing like some of the songs that they would make like this sounds like this could have been something from like the lonely island or like something on snl and obviously they've all you know they've are familiar with SNL because Lauren Michaels produced and helped create the show. And, you know, some of them were on SNL as well too. And then afterwards, and it's, it's just amazing to see like these, what they're doing. And like Anthony said, they haven't missed a beat. They were just always ready to deliver. And it's, it's pretty special. Um, I'm just, uh, any, any other, you know, thoughts, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about the comedy punks documentary, any takeaways, uh, for you guys on the, on the doc that's going to be premiering May 20th on prime video. I think the doc was really cool. It was uh, it was such a unique because I I yes I did grow up in Canada, but a, a lot of the you know the, the comedy that I was watching as a kid um, wasn't always you know about kids in the hall. Like I yeah I, I tune in here and there, but 
I, it never resonated with me as a child. So now when I'm watching it growing up, I'm like, wow, like this, this is mind blowing how far they've come and what they've been able to do the way they paved the road. I mean, knowing that Dave Foley, you know, in 1998 was in Pixar's second film as flick in a bug's life. Like that's crazy. Like these guys have made it. They've done so many great things and it's just like, they're from Canada. Like it, 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 there's this thing, you know, with Canadians where we always just kind of look down at the South of the border and into America. And we're always kind of like, Hey, maybe one day with, it looks like a crazy party. Maybe one day we can kind of yeah. stop by and see what's going on. Um, and then some people kind of make it through and you have, I think, the best comedy, and I'm, I'm putting this out there. This is this is a this is a fact. The best comedy comes from Canada. I think so. I mean, you look at you look at all of the the biggest you know stars that were on you know SNL and obviously the Kids in the Hall and just out there in the world today. It's like Canada is being represented in all of the facets of entertainment right now, in music, in movies, on TV. You can't escape Canada, and I and I love that because even if you know even when we are seeing like these characters making it big in america you know that's like a victory for all of us right because when you think of the population that canada versus anywhere else in the world or versus what's in the states it's like you know we were just that good to make it and it's cool to see all of that uh, for me i think it was you know when you watch a documentary and especially any type of any type of documentary you try to find the relatable content towards it and because they really focused on being canadian especially like building their comedy group in Toronto. It just, it's so many things that you will watch and say, I know, I know that. Oh, I, I, I know that place or wow, that's, that's still around. And you just, you just find a like joy in that this happened where you grew up and, you know, anything can happen for anyone who, who starts something big. And it's just, it's, it's amazing to see that they went to SNL and they didn't make it there, but that's okay because it toughened them up and they came back and they did some amazing things and then they branched off and did their own things. And I just, I'm super happy that they're on our show. Like it's, again, when we have Canadian, Canadian, um, com comedic, not even just Canadian royalty in yes. the sense of how much impact they had on comedy and just being from Canada. It's amazing. And I can't believe they're on our show. It's funny because, you know, you look at, you know, we've had, we've been really lucky to have some incredible special guests join us on the movie podcast this year. And you see like, you know, just this week as well, you know, we had Devin Nakoda join us, who's an up, up and coming actress. She's in Sneakerella. She's so good in that film. Um, and then earlier this year, we had Clark Bacco, who's also starting to pop up in a lot more movies and shows. It's, it's always like that, like, you know, like, that thumbs up you're just like it's it's one you love talking to them and it's just you see the excitement you see that they're so excited to be making their mark in the world because you know there's so much to offer obviously in canada and it's just there's so much talent here and it's i love seeing it you know break the border break that that glass wall of the border and you know join the party on, on that side because like, like like we said it's a win for everyone it's we're very proud that we have these canadians because we're such a small country in terms of population. So, you know, when you deal with other countries with massive populations, you kind of, you forget about it in a sense, like, right. like, Oh yeah, it's just, that's, you're from that, you're from the States. Of course you're funny. But like when we have something that comes from Canada, it really stands out. And we're very proud that these people are making it. And it's like a little yeah. family that we're always like 
yeah, thumbs up, like you do you type of thing. <laughs> and it's funny, we came full circle because we had Colin Mockery on the show earlier this year, um, where obviously he was on Laugh Out Loud Canada, and then Dave Foley was also on uh, that series. So now we kind of, we got another, you know, we're just collecting our Canadian comedians on the show. Uh, so I'm excited. Stones. <laughs> Stones. We'll, we'll add them on. It took every fiber of my being not to do my Glenn impression from Superstore. Um, so thank you to both of you for not encouraging me to do it, but I think I do a pretty good one. You do, yeah, you know, it's a pretty good one. Uh, yeah, I was going to do the rest of the show in that, but I just like, you know what? We'll leave it to Mark. You know, we'll Mark is the Mark. master of that. Yeah. We'll leave it to Mark. Uh, any final thoughts on our interview today with the kids in the hall? We're okay. I know. I think, I think we're all just a little, uh, starstruck as well too, which just doesn't happen too often on the show, but we're just so grateful. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this very special episode of the show. I want to say thank you as well to our friends at prime video Canada and for you listening for Dave to Mark. Thank you for sharing your time with us on the show. Um, if you want to watch the show, I'm going to speak directly to Dave and to Mark. Now, if you want to watch the movie podcast, if you want to listen to our show, you can catch a brand new episode every single Monday and you can watch out throughout the week for our, our review episodes and all all the latest movies and series make sure to follow us at the movie podcast on instagram twitter tiktok and letterbox and don't forget to join us on our discord give us five stars on apple podcast spotify and write into the show at hello at the movie podcast.ca and of course i am talking directly to mark and dave right now so anyone else listening you could turn off the episode now this is all just for dave and mark to, to join us on the show um thank you guys so much again that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next